Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hey there, Kate. Hello, hello. Okay, so today we're going to talk about basically the exact opposite of what everyone who's new to copywriting is thinking about. When you are new to copywriting, and actually really for most of your most of your career, you're thinking about getting new clients, keeping clients, uh, building those relationships. But sometimes, because every client is different, every client relationship is different, you may find yourself in a position uh, where, for one reason or another, you don't want to keep working with a client. So today, we're going to talk about exactly how to fire a client. Yes. Um, and this is obviously something that is a skill that you need to have, but we were actually in um, one of our, our next level mastermind calls, our, our next level uh, copywriting students, the mastermind calls that we have with them. And uh, one of our mastermind members was talking about how she uh, was had finally fired a client and we all cheered for her. And then, of course, we're laughing because it is such a far, uh, far cry or a different experience from that period of time when you're just trying to amass as many clients as possible. But the thing to remember, of course, is that there are a massive amount of clients out there. The opportunity is just tremendous. Can't even begin to fathom it. So if you're finding yourself in a scenario where you're working with a client who is making you crazy, and we have a little caveat before we get into it, but if you're working with a client who's who's making you crazy, they're they're annoying you in some way or something like that, or and this frankly, this tends to be the reason that I have fired clients more often in the past. Is I just kind of get bored with the work. I've been working with a client for a while and you know, it's, it's fine, but when the, when the projects come in, I would just kind of go, uh, I don't want to do this. 
And they were perfectly happy with the work that I was doing, but I would dread the projects. They weren't, it wasn't fresh. I didn't enjoy doing them. And not that everything that we should do should be, you know, rainbows and puppy dogs and, and fireworks excitement. Um, but, but I was, I was dreading them. And when I got to that point, I thought, well, this is an energy suck and that's, that's not worth it. They, they can certainly find another copywriter and I can certainly find more than enough work to, to cover this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first place to kind of start to evaluate when you start feeling that and start noticing that of, okay, this is a project that should take me a handful of hours, but I'm thinking about it and dwelling on it. And the end total time of the project ends up taking double or triple or whatever it is because it's just energy draining. So knowing to look at that is a first step of which of my clients maybe. And frankly, looking at the financials of it too, which of my clients is bringing in maybe the least amount of income for the most amount of energy or vice versa? Do I have really, really great clients that are the bulk of my income and not energy sucks? Great. That's, that's awesome. But taking a look at that factor too, to give yourself a little more information to say, okay, this isn't is big of a deal. And I think as you said, when you're starting out and you're, maybe you have one or two clients, I think the idea of firing a client is extra scary because you only have a couple or you, you haven't quite gotten to the process yet where you know, you logically know you can get more clients, but because you haven't demonstrated it to yourself, it adds a layer of fear. But knowing that you don't have to work with clients that you simply don't like working with. And that goes for any stage, whether you're starting out and only have one or two clients or whatever it is, um, or you work with one and you decide, maybe I don't want to work with them again. Know that you have absolute control over who your clients are and who you are working with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody got into a whole new career just to be working with people that you don't like. Like (laughs) You didn't make a career transition and find something that you now love to do to be stuck with working with a client that you don't like or their projects annoy you or something like that. And then Mm -hmm. I I would say on top of that too, that if you find that one client is kind of like, is draining, that can end up affecting the rest of your schedule Mm -hmm. as well. It can end up affecting how you're showing up for your other clients when that- It makes me feel like, oh, should I be a copywriter anymore? And it's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, yes, I should. I do like this. It's just that this is overshadowing. Mm -hmm. Yes. All the rest of the good parts. Yeah. Haven't you said you go through that like once once a oh, year, yeah. once every like So it's either months. vacation or a client needs to go. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's a regular occurrence for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, and that's, but it's really important to remember that this one experience with this client, don't, don't extrapolate that and make it mean all clients right. are like this. Or, you know, well, I have this corporate client and they're like this and therefore all corporate clients are like this mm-hmm. or, or anything no, along no. those lines. Each client and each client relationship is different. And then same thing too, which Kate has to relearn every every year, every 16 months or so. At least I know what it is now. I know to stop and say, okay, exactly. is it a client? Let me go over. Let me make my list. Making lists is great. You know, what's yeah. driving me crazy about what clients? What do I love? What do I not love? Uh, and then when was the last time I had a vacation? More often it's that one. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time. Oh. Oh, I'm just, I'm getting tired in general. Yes, absolutely. Let's burn out, yeah. Well, and so that's something to think about too, but as you're evaluating whether or not you want to fire a client, are you just kind of tired in general? Has it been a while Mm -hmm. since you've taken some time off? Are you working 
way into your evening hours? Are you working over the weekend? Are you, or if you are as a, a you know, full-time copywriter, full-time, whether it's freelance or on staff, or if you're doing it part-time as well, and you know, whether that's with a full-time job or not, are you, are you giving yourself a break? Are you giving yourself adequate mm-hmm. time off? Because there's, you can't switch out to clients and, and fix, you can't fix that by switching out clients. I mean to say, mm-hmm. if you need time yeah. off, you need time off and give yourself a chance to step back and, and evaluate that. But, yeah. um, you know, and have a clear head too yes. yeah, before you pull the fire trigger. Yes, exactly. Um, but before you decide whether or not to fire a client, you do want to spend some time evaluating what it is specifically about this client that's mm-hmm. that's making you crazy or that is is annoying you or, or whatever negative emotion you're experiencing when you have to deal with this client. Because um, it might... Yeah. Is it the project? Is it the workload, the amount of work? Is it you don't like their timelines and the schedule that they give you stuff on? Is it a certain, is it the project manager you're working with or creative director? Is it a relationship issue or communication issue? What are, what are the details? Mm -hmm. Um, And you might know where we're going with this based on if we dig into these specifics and we know, oh, okay, I don't like that. They're throwing me work and it's really fast turnaround and that's really, really stressful. There's a solution to that, which is letting them know that you can't take things just whenever they toss them to you or within 24 hours, or there's going to be a rush fee that you add to it, or there are ways to dig into possible solutions for a lot of these issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your clients aren't mind readers. So if you've never told them that you don't like it when they just assume that you're available or when mm-hmm. they they give you projects and they give you a, a crazy tight deadline or they don't include you in meetings that you feel that you should have been a part of, mm-hmm. they can't possibly know that you're not happy about that if you don't mention that to them. Mm-hmm. If you don't say, hey, you know that meeting, uh, it sounds like there was a meeting with so-and-so yesterday. In the future, could I be included in meetings like that? I think it would be valuable for X, Y, Z reason. Mm -hmm. or setting boundaries like, hey, so I'm happy to do this project now, but uh, as you know, um, my schedule, you're not the only person that I'm working with and my schedule can be uh, a little uh, crazy, a little unpredictable. So in the future, I'm going to need at least X days of time in order to complete work or whatever. Even Mm -hmm. just saying, you know, I can't, you frankly don't, you don't have to justify anything to them. You could just say, hey, in the future, I'm going to need X amount of time in order to turn this around. Um, Yeah. Remember you have that control, especially as a freelancer. I mean, if you're on staff, obviously you still want to work and have these conversations to make sure you're Mm -hmm. given the adequate time that you need to complete a project. But as a freelancer, certainly you don't have to do it on, it's a conversation. A deadline is a conversation. It's not something dictated to you. Yeah, exactly. Set expectations. You're not the Mm -hmm. only person. You don't belong to them and you may want the work. Absolutely. But you may, they may be giving you work or excluding you from meetings or, and, and sometimes we assume like, oh, they're doing this on purpose or they, it could be, they have no clue. They don't know that it's not okay. You know, especially if they've only ever worked with people who are on staff where they just give Mm -hmm. it to them and they get it back whenever they want it. They may not understand that you, or 
there's so many, so many reasons that they might be doing this that they just don't know. And same thing with meetings. They may think they're doing you a favor by not including mm-hmm. you in those meetings. Like, well, they, you know, I'll just pass it along so that way they don't have to be on the call and blah, 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 blah. Whereas you may be saying, no, I need to be in that meeting, but they mm-hmm. don't know. So mm-hmm. as you are, as Kate said, as you're, you're digging in and you're figuring out exactly what is just rubbing you the wrong way about this client, do some careful thinking about if it could be fixed and if, if it could be fixed, how it could be fixed. Like if you're working with a client and they're making you crazy because they're sending you stuff and all their projects are, we need this done tomorrow. Okay. If that's the main thing that's making you crazy, try before you fire them, try setting some boundaries and saying, okay, I need it and need at least X amount of time. Cause mm-hmm. you may find that this client you were about to ditch when they give you more time, it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem is solved. Um, or you may not, you know, yeah. you may, you may have more time with it and you're like, yeah, you know what? I still don't like this or I still, whatever, you know, it, it could be like I was saying, you could get to the point where you're like, I'm just kind of bored with this work or I don't, you know, or it's just, nah, I'm not feeling it. If that's the case, fine. That's okay. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. not feeling the work anymore, fine. But before you fire a client, and before you fire a client, make sure that you fully examined the reasons why you want to fire them. And if, if it's at all salvageable, spend a little bit of time thinking how you could fix that relationship because two, it's not just going to, it's not going to, to benefit you in this client relationship, but knowing how to set those boundaries or knowing how to have those conversations is going to benefit you in every client relationship you have after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, one of the examples of a client I fired, I haven't fired too many, which is lucky. Um, but one in particular, it was, there was a couple of reasons for me. One was I'd worked with them for five years. So it was, I just was feeling like I have nothing fresh left to offer. This is just, I could do this in my sleep. And so you'd think, oh, that's easy work. Yes, to some extent, but that's often boring to me. <laughs> I want a challenge. Uh, the other thing was the the boundaries. And so I tried setting, I said, this is the problem. Let me try to set this. And they just needed someone for their work and their timeline with their clients they just needed someone who was more flexible than I could or wanted to be. Um, and so we, we parted ways amicably. Um, I jumped in for an emergency project for them later on. Um, and so that's the key is we're going to get to when you fire to do it in a way that doesn't burn bridges. Um, cause there's no reason to. And also I, it was nice to be able to help them out. Hey, in a pinch, yep, we need someone. Oh my gosh, we're struggling. Sure. I actually have time and I can help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, is just helpful. And you never know where those people are going to end up in the world and to refer you at a company that you might like working with or whatever. So, yeah. So, but the point being there though, I gave them probably a month with my bet and then said, okay, you reiterated this. I've had a vacation and you didn't, you know, respect it. So, okay, where this is, it didn't work. We tried and it didn't work. Yeah. This it's, this marriage is not going to work. We're going to have yep. to divorce. Yes, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Well, there are really kind of two scenarios when it comes to firing client, right? There are clients that you, um, that you do, do 
maybe retainer work for or the clients where you have a certain number of hours that you work for them, or there's just basically mm-hmm. an expectation that you're going to do a certain number of projects per month. Mm-hmm. You do, it's a regular client. You work with them regularly, predictably. And then there are other clients, the kind of clients who kind of pop up every once in a while with a project. It's a lot less, it's a lot less regular. It's, it's much more sporadic. So those are the easy ones. Those are the easy ones. Yes, exactly. The sporadic ones. If you don't want to work with that client anymore, you just tell them you're not available. And then mm-hmm. if you want to, if you have someone else, uh, a, a copywriter who's interested in taking that work on, be clear no. yeah. and tell that copywriter exactly why you are not going to work with them anymore. That's not fair um, mm-hmm. if you don't tell them why, especially if they, they make you crazy for some reason. But, you know, the uh, your other copywriter friend may be like, nah, you know what, that kind of crazy I can handle. Yeah, sure. Send the work my way. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, if it's, if it's a more sporadic, you can just say, oh, you know what, I'm actually not going to be available and probably not available for the foreseeable future. Um, but I have a couple of different people I can recommend that that can do this work for you. Mm-hmm. Super simple, very easy, on good terms. You never even have to, like, you don't have to say, I don't want to work with you for X, Y, Z reason. There's, there's, mm-hmm. it's not necessary. Um I can't even think of any scenario in which it would benefit you to tell them the exact reason. It's tricky. I think if you're in the moment with a client of like, you know, their process, hey, it would be really beneficial if you had a, a, a you know, a project management system with the team because we're all collaborating and everyone's on different schedules mm-hmm. and there's there's no way to know, to, mm-hmm. to give them that feedback that would help them improve their business. I think it gets harder when you're further away from the moment yeah. to do that. So if you lost that moment and they come back two months later and want to work on a project, I wouldn't raise it then by any means. I think if you have feedback to give a client, do it. The project wraps up. Hey, I'd love to hop on a quick, you know, 15, 30 minute call to do kind of like an after action. Here's what I think went well. Um, And a lot of businesses I've worked with do this of after big projects, they get the whole team together and say, what went well? um, What do we think we can improve on? What needs to completely change or go away? Or do we never want to do again? Um, So if you have those types of thoughts, it's a valuable partnership Mm -hmm you know, to, to do that as a partner to that business, but in the process of firing them, no, no need to, to bring that up then. I think in the email, cause it, it's not, yeah, they're not asking about it. You've kind of lost, lost that moment. Uh, whereas that might be something when mm-hmm. you are f- something valuable and something worth offering when you are firing a more regular client, which is mm-hmm. where it gets a little bit, I don't want to say tricky. It's just a different interaction where you're firing yeah. a client that you work with regularly. And Kate, this gets to, this gets to, um, what you were saying about how you tried to work with this client, how you tried to, and you gave them, I mean, you didn't tell them this, but in your head. No, I didn't tell them this. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Well, I wanted to give them a month because, you know, I think it had to have been at least a month. It might've been, you know, a month and a half or whatever it was at that point. But, you know, a week or two, I feel like is not enough time for people to like, the train's running. So to change course and change that process, everyone needs a little, little bit of time. Uh, but yeah, it, it just didn't Mm-mm. didn't work. And with with this client in particular for me, and this might vary, I wanted to give them enough time and space. And they work on a very, uh, they have like a, a big season, if you will, you know, May, June-ish, um, just lots and lots of work. And then it starts to, you know, kind of calm down. So I said, okay, I'm going to get through 
I'm not going to leave them high and dry during their, their busy season. Uh, but once that's wrapped up, I need to have this conversation with them. Um, and I want to say I did it via phone versus email. I don't think that's necessary, but I'd worked with them for five years. So I wanted to, it just felt that relationship wise to talk through, to say, Hey, you know, I've loved the love, this relationship, loved working, um, after this point, you know, whatever it was. So if this was June, Hey, as of July 1st, you know, I gave him a month, mm-hmm. um, because I again, I valued this relationship. I think, could you do it sooner or two weeks? Yeah, but that's, that's really quick to, to find a replacement. Yeah. If you have a replacement to give, great. But even then to get someone up to speed, to give that company time to uh, find someone, start training them. And frankly, for me, uh, I worked with the person that they were going to bring on after me to be able to pass on knowledge and pass on uh, information to them. So we had a little bit of overlap time. And that was really helpful, I think, for everyone to feel comfortable and confident that, okay, we're, there's no there's no gap. We had this nice overlap of copywriters and I've passed on everything I can. And so hopefully that next writer has, has everything they need to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. It's, it's, and yeah, you know what? It may be like, oh, I really want to end this yesterday. If you've let it yeah, get to that point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but still... <laughs> You are professional. You are their mm-hmm. partner, and you don't want to put them in a bad situation. You did, which that would have been to leave any sooner would have been burning bridges, and you don't yeah. want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. even if they've made you create, if it, they actually, if it hasn't, you, obviously that was a that was a that was a pretty amicable parting. But even if a client is making you absolutely crazy, in general. You don't want to be burning those bridges. You can't afford to do that. You know, we think, well, nobody's ever going to, you would be surprised at how, how word can spread. If you, Mm -hmm. if you do not treat a client professionally, you will be, you will be shocked at how quickly that can catch up with you. You want to be the person who's like, okay, I don't want to do this work for the next month. But yeah, believe me, it. I didn't. Exactly. But you do it and maybe book yourself a, a long weekend or something exactly, to reward yep. yourself. Yeah. But but you have to do it. Um, but then as you're saying to them, you know, after, you know, X, Y, Z. So how do you say it? You do not. You can give them feedback. But you also, you don't have to justify anything. Yeah. I don't think I gave feedback, honestly, because mm-hmm. I gave feedback to try to solve it in the beginning. That wasn't what they needed. Okay. I think that's when you give the feedback and see if you can solve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to say, hey, I gave you this feedback. You didn't meet the expectations. Bye. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Don't need to- you're not their mother. You're not their teacher. You're not. It's just you gave them a chance and it didn't work out. And so then at that point, you can say, you know, oh, hey, I just wanted to, to be in touch because after you know, after XYZ date, um, I'm not going to be available for work anymore. And then you can mm-hmm. say, well, you know, I have some, I have some references or I have some referrals. That's the word I mean, not references, uh, referrals I can send along if you're interested and, you know, other copywriters mm-hmm. I can recommend, but it, you can keep it very simple. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be unavailable for work after this date. Very simple. Also true. You don't have to make mm-hmm. anything up. Um, or you can say something like, you know, things have changed with me a bit and I won't be able to, to work with you after this date. Mm-hmm. Do not have to get details. You do not have to justify 
quite frankly, you don't even have to have a reason for firing a client because it's your yeah. it's your career. It's your business. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You could, I mean, I wouldn't recommend this, but you could close your eyes and fire a client at random. You know, you don't have to have, or that would be a very strange way to try to structure and build your business. Um, but theoretically, you could. You don't have to have, you don't have to justify the decisions that you make. I would take a little time and make sure maybe justify them to yourself, to make yourself, sure that they yeah. make sense for you, but you don't have to give, I know sometimes we're like, well, what am I tell? What do I tell them? What's the reason I tell them that, that I'm firing them. You don't have to tell them, just tell them you're unavailable or tell them just things have changed for you. Yeah. Or I'm taking my business in another direction mm-hmm. and as yeah. of this date or I'm exactly. booked up. If you are booked up or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to open the door to new opportunities. I want to, mm-hmm. I don't know working with other industries if you really want to say something. But again, you don't, don't have to. You don't yeah. have to. Yeah. They might ask. I mean, I think my client asked just like, oh my gosh, are you sure? And it was like, yep, I'm sure. <laughs> they didn't, I don't think, ask for justification. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just like, please, no. Yes, we'll take any recommendations you can give, um, yeah. which is very sweet. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. You're right to, to be prepared for because uh, – presumably you and this client have had a very good relationship. So when you say, mm-hmm. I don't want to move forward or, you know, we not, I don't want to, but you know, we won't be working together after the state Yeah, They probably will say, Oh, why? Or they may, they may say mm-hmm. what's more likely is that they'll say, Oh my gosh, is there anything we can do differently? You know, okay. they may offer you more money. They may mm-hmm. offer you more. And at which, at which point you can decide whether maybe more money would make this, a little bit less painful. Maybe chances are if you've gotten to the point where you're ready to fire a client, more money is not going to make, you know, five, 10, $15 more an hour. It's not going to make up for it for you, but obviously that's a personal decision. That's, that's something. But when you say, I want to, you know, we won't be working together moving forward. They probably will say, Oh my gosh, you know, you've been so great. Is there anything we can do to save this? You know, or, or, but um, that, that may come up just. Yeah. Have the dollar amount in your mind, Mm -hmm. because this is what happened with my client of uh, what can we offer you? And I had the amount in my mind and it was a huge jump from where I was because I said to deal with this, the scheduling that they had and the timelines, I think their sales team was just selling things with no context of what it took the creative team to execute on it. And so I had the dollar amount in mind and I sent it back and they were like, yeah, we just, we can't afford that. And I, I had a feeling I was pricing myself out of it, but I knew I said, this is the number. Would I be thrilled? I, we'll see. I was, I said, I'll give it a shot. If I'm, you know, can make that much money with this one client and maybe take less other projects, then maybe there's space for their crazy that I can deal with, um, their chaos, I should say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, have the number in mind mm-hmm. and know that they might not, mm-hmm. they might not need it, but. Which is almost kind of a relief when you're like, all right, yeah, I, I want okay. to fire this client, <laughs> but if they offer me this number, I'd be yeah, willing to I, stay. And make sure you'd be truly happy with that number though. Like, cause sometimes no amount of scheduling bananas is worse any amount of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Your own sanity and mental health is exactly. more of a priority. Yeah. And so like we said, you know, when you say we're not going to move, they may say, is there anything we can do? But the 
even if they just, when you control the conversation, you say, all right, this is, this is the date and, you know, I'm not going to be able to do anything after this date, um, but I have some other copywriters. They may say, oh, is there anything we can change? And, and, and you can just say, you know what? No, it's just, you know, like Kate said, I'm taking my, my business in a different direction. Or you can say, if you feel like you have to say something, you know, or just, no, you know, this just doesn't work out for me anymore. Anything, you don't have to give specifics at all. You don't have to feel like you have to, and you also don't have, this can and should be a short conversation. Mm -hmm. Come in, tell them after a certain date, you're not going to be working together. Again, I would, if you mean CCA students, you guys have an amazing network of copywriters. Um, Again, let that copywriter know in advance what the deal is with that client. And if you're going to suggest them as a a possible, a possible referral. Um, But keep the conversation short and sweet because it doesn't need to be, you know, going into it, you may be thinking like, oh, I have to fire a client. This is the first time I've ever done it. We've been working together for so long. It's, it's just, it's business and it should just be a short, easy conversation. You know, you guys are not related. You're not married. So they're going to get that information from you and then they're going to move on. So as soon as Mm -hmm. you do make the decision that like, I can't take this anymore and you have tried to explore ways to, to fix it. If there is a way to fix it, or you've you've given feedback to the clients and still you're like, this is just an unsalvageable situation for me. As soon as you make that decision, then talk to your client, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, obviously balance that with your other, with your other client load. If you're like, because again, we wouldn't recommend immediately ending things with a client. That's really not fair. So give yourself maybe a, a month with that client. But during that month, then you have the opportunity to get back to pitching more regularly, mm-hmm. um, which you should be pitching regularly anyway, but maybe ramping up your pitching to try to get clients to um, to fill that backspace so that when that month is out, you're ready to go with plenty of other clients. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we said, talk to the client, have a conversation. You can send an email. You can. It's not the worst thing. I know Mm -hmm. it's a tricky, a tricky thing to do no matter what. So Mm -hmm. don't feel. Yeah. The only thing I will say is if you send an email and you send, you know, make sure that they acknowledge that in the email that they send back. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, with emails, some of us Okay, it's me sometimes. We'll read the beginning of the email and be like, I know what the rest of it is, and then reply back and blah, blah, blah. If that happens and your client, you know, if you give them some information and at the end of the email you say, oh, by the way, after the state, blah, blah, blah. If they don't respond back and say, oh, you know, we understand, we're sorry to lose you, blah, blah, blah. If they don't respond, if they don't acknowledge that, you can assume that they didn't notice it. And you do not want to get into the scenario where you're kind of thinking, did they see that? Did they not see that? Should I bring it up well, again? Should I not bring it up projects. again? We're projects. Why is this project not in the no, exactly new like, project? In, Wait a minute. I was invited to that kickoff and then mm-hmm. it's getting close to the end. The, just don't deal with you. Don't put yourself in that scenario. You're getting close to the end of that month and you're like, am I just going to disappear? And they're not going to make sure if you send an email that the client has acknowledged it, make sure that they, mm-hmm. so you're both on the same page. You both know that as of X date, you're not going to be available for any more work mm-hmm. there. So it can be a decision, a big decision to fire a client. Um, and it certainly should not be one that is taken lightly. But also, 
You shouldn't be putting yourself in a scenario where you're stuck with a bunch of clients that you don't like, or even just one client that you don't like. It is, it's not a decision to be taking lightly, but at the same time, and I know it sounds kind of weird to say this together, at the same time, it's actually not that big of a deal. You will fire clients throughout the course of your career mm-hmm. um, for maybe for, for many different reasons, but you, you will. You're, all the clients that you are working with now are not the clients you'll be working with in the future. Cli- clients will end projects with you. You will end projects with clients, it, or you will end relationships with clients, I should say. It's, it's not something to be taken lightly, but it's not, it's not a big deal. And once you make that decision, do yourself a favor and just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll feel relief. Yeah. Lots yeah, of relief. You will. And then like we did for in our next level mastermind, our, our copywriters who are in there. Um, if you have uh, colleagues, cohorts, they may cheer for you because they know how long you have been thinking about it and you finally mm-hmm. done it. Good for you. Okay. So that's what we have for you today. We hope this was helpful. We hope that when you are, because it's not an if, it's a when, there will be at some point in your career that you are ready to fire a client. Uh, we hope that this is is helpful and makes it makes the process easy because it should be a pretty easy process for you. Okay. And so with that, we will catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.